everyone, and welcome back to Stargirl Podcast. This is Lizzie, and this time I'm not here with Angie. Angie is taking a little break from the podcast. I promise you she's fine, and she will be back better than ever, and with a tiny human that um, we will celebrate when she's back for the podcast. So this time I have a guest with us here. One of our favorite friends of the podcast, Keenan, is here with me to celebrate Stargirl. Hi, Keenan. Hi, Lizzie. I'm so excited. It is. It is. Keenan was one of those people who sent messages basically every week, and we got so excited. <laughs> no, but for real. Like, I didn't tell him this before, but we all got so excited when we saw his icon. At this point, we were like, oh, yay! So he was my, my first choice. If I was going to have a guest in this podcast, he was my absolute first choice of who I, I had to invite to the podcast. And so, yes, he's here with me to discuss a little bit of the news for Stargirl. Um, and I think we got to start, Keenan with season three. Stargirl has been renewed for season three. This happened a while back. Uh, we haven't been around because, well, Stargirl always does this thing where it gives us absolutely nothing to like the day before. Um, but we did get a season three. So how do you feel about season three? It's insane. I was like, oh, okay. We don't know what's coming with season two, but we have, you know, a whole other season to be excited about. And it just means the possibilities are out there. I mean, we still have so many slots on the team to fill. You know, we've seen things. We've seen the lantern. We've seen that darn pin. We've seen the helmet, which I have, I'm... As much as I want Dr. Fate in all the places because I love magic characters, I don't know if we're going to be able to get him with all the Justice League dark stuff that is, you know, right. that we're Kino talking about on. <laughs> right, that Kino knows very well. Yeah, um, just, subtle plug for the Justice League dark podcast. <laughs> Not so subtle. We don't do subtle here. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just excited for all the possibilities and and. I love a multiverse. Give me all the stories. I I kind of wonder if they already knew going into like when they were building season two that they were going to get a season three. We didn't get an announcement to they wrap. Um, but I wonder if there was an idea, especially considering the background of the series um, and, and the connections it has for people who are important for, for DC if they sort of knew that there was possibility or they would most likely get a season three, because that sort of colors how you write season two. Like if you know you can get more, you might end like season one ended on a sort of a cliffhanger, but mm-hmm. it was a kind of cliffhanger where if that was the end, you would have been like, okay, they, they tease Eclipse. So, but everything else ended well. Um, I'm kind of a little worried that now with this news that season three is confirmed, they're just going to go full on cliffhanger on Oz for season two. What do you think? Yes. They're, they're definitely going to leave us with some, uh, like, I had to wait summer for this. Really? Are you going to do this to me now? <laughs> but what I'm really excited about, because they know they have a season three, maybe we can get some more stories on character background. So I, I'd like to see some resolution with Yolanda's family. Right? I, I've been really waiting for this. Um, I particularly, since Yolanda comes from a very Latino family that, that goes through some of the, the like I felt very, like, my parents are not Yolanda's parents. Thank you, 
parents for right. for not being that. But I could really relate to that because I've seen it. it it's very common. And yeah. I know they didn't really have time to really go deep into it, but I would have liked, like, because we, we talked about it in the podcast. She's, she started, like, sneaking out and no one said anything anymore. So it's like... Right. I, I'm like, are we going to get a little backtrack and at least see like her getting caught sneaking back in from the big battle? You know, I mean, she's hanging out with the Dugans at Christmas. So, yeah. So I assume it's fine uh, or she got yeah. really good at sneaking out. Yes. So um, just just give me a little bit of resolution with that. You uh, have time I, to do it now. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they 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 would probably be smart to give us like at least one or two episodes on the other kids that are not Courtney. Like I love Courtney, but they, they can give uh, Beth an episode. They can give Yolanda an episode. And I guess they can give Rick an episode. And I love Rick. I'm not complaining about Rick, but he did get more of the focus at the end of season one because we needed to go to next level Rick because he was right. a little yeah. annoying at first. So they, they sort of needed to grow the character and they, he needed more focus for that. Um, I don't think he needs that much at the beginning of season two. I, I wouldn't want a show that's about a woman sort of becoming about Rick and his issues as much as I appreciate him. Um, I think they balance the good parts of Rick really well at the end of season one. And that's what I want to see. And also, we already talked about this in our last episode when we were talking comics. Um, do you think they're going to give us a romance between Rick and Beth? Because that's the setup, I feel. So, I, you know, I told you I re, uh, did a rewatch. And... I'm, I'm torn because I could also see her as like a little sister to him. Right. I mean, they, 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 they put more setup there than anything. So they could mm-hmm, go, but mm-hmm. like, I, I, I really do think they put setup in their relationship being stronger. Doesn't yes. necessarily have to turn romantic, but they do have to go harder with the relationship they set up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love them getting paired together. It's i uh, I'm really excited. And, and I really love Yolanda and Courtney getting paired together too. And honestly, season one didn't do romance other than Pat and uh, like Barbara, like the, the parents kind of romance. Pat. And they did that really well. And that's, that was perfect. And I love Pat Dugan. I, it's been like 10 minutes of this podcast and I haven't mentioned how much I love Pat Dugan. What is going on? Uh, I've been body snatched. So yes, I love Pat Dugan. And I can see from Keenan's face, he loves Pat Dugan. So we can stop where my... Train of thought to talk about how much we love Pat Dugan for a moment. I'm going to take you way back to a movie in the 90s called Home Fries, where I was first introduced to Mr. Luke Wilson. Uh, and I was like, who is this precious man? And I've just adored him ever since. And when I saw that he was in this show, I was like, okay, well, I, have, I, I have to watch it. And that's what brought me in. And I just, <laughs> I just love his character. And he wants, he just tries so hard to be a good dad he is i think top tier um well i mean we do have black lightning though that's ending horrible um that that's another we're not gonna even touch that one because that's that makes me angry too many Um, emotions right but they they haven't really had that many um good father figures in this i are we still calling it the arrowverse i ask this in every podcast but i guess we're still calling it the arrowverse I don't know, but in this CW DC universe, uh, we haven't had very many good parental figures. We have Joe, 
um, and the flash has been sort of the standard and then came black lightning and and mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. think pat dugan is the only white man who actually knows how yeah. to be a father yeah. that says a lot I'm, I'm going through i'm just trying to think of the other shows i'm like no no i mean good for you pat dugan um yeah, yeah. uh but i don't want to forget what i was going to say earlier which is that i have really that the show didn't have romance in, in season one um, and I was perfectly fine with that. Uh, they, they set up, established the characters well, but season two does feel like the moment where they would bring those things in. And I mean, I know they try to give uh, Courtney her love interest and I don't know if I want Icicle Jr. to be her love interest. Like, can it be Yolanda? Like, I'm here for Yolanda uh, and Courtney. This has been Angie and I's like ship since like okay. episode one. We were like, okay. How about this? I'm still not sure we'll get it, but they did get paired a lot. Um, and that they, they did build up that relationship. And I do hope we get to see more of Courtney and Jolanda like being there for each other because they were that that was the first connection that was formed on the show. Yes. The um the scene on the end when Yolanda comes over the tower and dives down to save Courtney. Right. I was like, Yolanda! Right, right. Like oh. uh, that that was one of those scenes where we're like, I mean, yes, I, I would do that for my friends, but also you could build up that to be romance if you want it. Because they really do have more meaningful um scenes together than Courtney does with Mr. Icicle Jr. Uh-huh. True. So um, but we do have villains coming. Like I, I wanna I wanna bring up Eclipso because it does feel like we're getting in season two more of a um if Eclipso really is the big bad of these two, which at this point, I don't know, because they don't give us an start. We went through this before season one. We had like zero information for so long. We really were doing podcasts like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we're like just going to sit here and like assume or like speculate. Um, and now we barely got anything before season two. Like we assume Eclipso is the big bad we assume chip is gonna play into it um we know tigress is go- and sportsmaster are coming back uh but other than that um i mean i'm assuming it's eclipso and eclipso would be a more of a psychological vi- villain that would be interesting especially uh, i'm of course i can't stop talking about yolanda where she is um at the by the end of this series because she's still dealing with her family stuff she yeah. just killed brainwave and though she knew she had to do it, you know, she just told, you know, she had previously, and like the scene before that, Rick, you can't kill Grundy, murder's bad. Right. Yeah, because it's got to do with her religion, which is why I think they got to go into it because it's yes. a very religion and it's also a thing that ties into her identity. Uh, so I don't think they can start with, I assume they're going to take her. If not, if it's not going to be a dark path, it's at least going to be a path of guilt. And she's going to have a hard time coming to terms with what she had to do. And I don't think you can do that without bringing her family in and sort of, if not solving that, because some things are never solved with your family, but at least like bringing it up and not forgetting about it um, because it's important. And at least having her, having seen her lean on her family and maybe even lean on the Dugas who are like the only good parents in that town. So maybe they just need to adopt every kid in the town, especially adopt the kids of the villains. Maybe you like if you maybe you can <laughs> save a few kids that way because God. 
Oh my stars. Um, what is, uh, I can't remember his name. Isaac, the, uh, the fiddler's son. Oh uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's ready to go bad, right bad. You know, he like beat that guy with a marching tuba at yeah. on the last episode. I was like, Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. Well, he yeah, doesn't yeah. have a sousaphone, but okay. Uh, Unlike, yeah, I mean, I think that they can still do a lot there because even Shiv, who we know is bad, she she's an interesting kind of bad. I, I, I felt like in season one, the kids were more interesting as semi-villains or whatever they were doing. That, that happened with Henry Jr. too, um, a character that at the beginning we were like, oh, another stereotypical. And then by the mm-hmm. time we lost them, I was like crying over Henry Jr. And I was like, who am I? Right. And during the rewatch, I was like, this happened really fast. Like, even when he was just like being in the hospital, sad, missing his dad, I was just like, I don't, I don't really care. But there, it it seemed like there was just an episode and maybe it was Brainwave and Brainwave Jr. Like those two episodes that made us go, oh, no, Henry Jr. Right. And, and it was a little bit, I think, because his relationship with Courtney really worked that they, when she, she thought he was uh, her cousin and, and, and she, yeah, kids. And, and she's like a little like a uh, dog that has a lot of energy and she just like, she's, and it, it make you want to feel for Henry Jr. What Courtney felt, even though it was a lie because she's not Starman's daughter and God, Starman. Before I go into that mess, I want to mention Artemis. Because um, I think that's gonna that's gonna come back in a big way. Because okay. I mean, we know her parents are not exactly good guys, but I don't think they're gonna go with Artemis being a villain. So that's gonna be super interesting, especially because I think Sportsmaster and Tigress are some of the most interesting villains the show has. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They feel, even though they're being evil, they're funny and they sort of feel real in their love. Or their kid. Yes. I I really loved the Artemis character on Young Justice. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. So I'm I was excited to see that she was on this show. And I'm like, okay, so what are we gonna do with Artemis? Like you can't name drop her. She had so many scenes, like I need more Artemis. Right. That they gotta right. do something. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we have a season three, so we can explore more of the the villains kids. Right. And then we can make the JSA bigger. We're only four. There are a lot of shares to fill. Um, we have the pen. The pen has to come back. The pen feels like uh, Jakeem. That, that's, that feels like a thing that's going to come back too in season two. So as I tend to do, I like let YouTube kind of play in the background. And, and this video came up and someone was speculating that Jakeem has been name dropped but I don't remember them calling out a name as one of, why can't I remember, Mike's, one of Mike's friends. Yes. So, and when she picked up the pen, when Courtney picks up the pen and she clicks it, she's like powerful weapon. And then she just leaves it on her desk in the desk caddy. I can see that setup of like him hanging out at the house. He needs a pen. He goes in and gets the pen, boom. And I love it if that's a setup because what kind of a boy picks up a bright pink pen? My kind of a boy. Okay. Yes. Yay. So uh, I, uh, I mean, I didn't. I don't even want to, but I guess we can't like 
sort of wrap this up or anything without talking about that ending scene of season one and Starman. And I um, I had a lot of thoughts about that. I think season okay. one is fantastic. I don't actually want Starman around if there's going to be some sort of I'm the one and then now you're not Stargirl. Like, he's got like, I'm like, he, I, I'm prepared to dislike him. I'm going to give him a chance. But the moment he steps out of line, says something to Courtney or to Pat, um, I'm done, Starman. And are you even Starman? Like, do you, first question, do you think that's Starman? I don't. Hmm. <laughs> you, you don't want it to no, be that Starman. I don't want it to be Starman. I've, I've read a couple of comments on some of those videos where people speculate that it was a, a crisis situation. And then I was like, Oh God, no! It broke my brain. I mean, it, it could is be now part of the Arrowverse, so <sighs> or or the CW world. So I mean, it, it could be like legitimately the setup for Superman and Lois is all because of crisis. So we can't really say that's not something that could be happening. But if if he is, it's just it brings up so many questions. If it is Starman, what were you doing all this time? Because, I mean, your best friend was needed help. Like, it's been a lot of time, uh, dude. Ten so, years. Right? So <laughs> I'd be judging him a little. Like, I, I kind of hope it's a crisis situation if it's really Starman and he just popped up. Because if not, I really would be judging him. Uh, everyone died and you what? You went into hiding and left your best friend to self? I don't know. That's not the kind of hero I want. Right. I don't know. And then with this, like, how is the staff going to react? I mean, we, we're, we're, we're going to say the staff is sentient. Like, it's, it's alive. It has feelings. Like, how's the staff going to feel about being abandoned for 10 years? Right. And how is the staff going to react if the staff has to choose uh, between Starman and Stargirl? Like, if they're both mm-hmm. standing there, what does the staff do? Is the staff like, okay, old man, you're yesterday's business now i found a new owner or is the staff gonna be like oh what do i do right that's kind of like i i i just don't want the show to become about starman and stargirl i I would like the show to remain about stargirl so that i think that's probably my worry when it comes to bringing him in and the reason i would like him to be anything but actually starman um so if he comes in and he pretends he's starman but it's something else something to do with the villains I will probably be happier than if it turns out it is Starman. Um, but at least, I will say this, at least when he inevitably shows up, Courtney won't think it's his dad. It's her dad. Because that would have been a mess. Oh, God. <sighs> so, so yes, I think we, we talked the, the bigger points of season two. What we haven't talked is Jake Eric. We know it's coming. Mm. So do we know if it's going to be Remind me of his name. Oh my God! From, Give from me a the clue. Fla- he, from the, he was Jay Garrick on the Flash. No, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it will yes. be him. It will Why be him. I remember yeah. him. Bru- not Bruce Campbell. No, no, no. Uh, I get John Wesley. John Wesley Ship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he he is gonna be him. He could. We we've confirmed it. It's gonna be him. Uh, awesome. And that is super exciting. I am excited that he's I, coming. I hope that they give us Jesse Quick on uh, this oh. show. 
can you imagine? I just, the things I want for the JSA, because um, Stargirl does feel like the good version of the JSA. We'd seen the JSA before, like the JSA we saw Legends of Tomorrow now seems like a bad joke. I'm just going to forget about them. They never existed. And those costumes in particular never existed. Okay? Yeah. Out of my mind. So it feels like here they can they can fix a few things. And, and it, well, I mean, Stargirl is on another earth. So right. they can just bring in a different version of everything. And I'm super glad, despite the fact that Stargirl is now on the CW, that they left Stargirl on another earth because it, it allows them to tell different stories and not be so tied to whatever Barry's messing up or Barry's family's messing up with the timeline in in right. the in the, in this other earth. Um, so I right. I don't know. I'm I'm super excited for season two. We don't know enough about it to speculate other than what we already have and what we want to see. Uh, and super excited for season three. It does feel like uh, I maybe this is a question, but I I feel like it is that Stargirl and Superman Lois maybe are being set up to be the shows that sort of carry this. Arrowverse that we should rename forward. Do, do you feel the same thing? Like the new anchors for the the network. I, yeah, for I the agree. CW. Yes, I agree. I agree. And yeah. um, you know, with what we've seen with Superman and Lois, I am no longer afraid about the quality of the production of Stargirl. Right? I was so afraid that it would go down a little bit, but Superman right. and Lois has been so good with the special effects. So. It's, it it's like you can see that they actually tried or maybe they I, I don't know the era wasn't that long ago but like when you compare it's like they didn't even get all of a good wig so like the standards were never very <laughs> those high wigs. those wigs were like a crime against humanity so um oh but yeah gosh. superman lois visually is very good and when i remember watching the pilot for superman and lois and, and thinking Oh, so this is Stargirl quality, not Arrow quality. Um, exactly. So yes, um, I'm super glad to, and I, I hope Stargirl is going to look as good on the CW as it looked on DC Universe. Because um, if not, I was going to be mad, and I was going to be like, well, why didn't you put it on HBO Max? Uh, but if Exactly. So, but fine, I guess the CW wanted um, something that they felt was working with uh, Sort of like the CW audience. Um, yes. Yeah, I would agree. So, so it makes sense. Um, I just, all, all, really, all we want is for them to keep the quality they gave us in season one. And then we won't even make many CW jokes, I promise. Not many, just like four or five a season because, I mean, we can't help it. Um, you have to. We have to. Yes. Um, I have a question for you. So, Jordan. Do you think there's a possibility of him coming back, Icicle? I don't think so. I mean, this is a comic book show. So, I mean, I don't like saying never. Like, I, I didn't even want to say never about Henry. Like, in one season, two seasons, like, what they can bring in anyone. I just don't think they want to focus on that right now. That could be a later season storyline that they could bring back. Um but I think right now we're going to see Eclipse, so we're probably going to see Chef. And I assume we're going to see Icicle Jr. sort of step. Like, I don't think he's going to be a good guy. Like, I think that'll be too easy. Like, he hasn't shown anything that makes us think he could turn villain kid. But at this point, I just expect it. Maybe that's just... Um, 
And he was a really nice kid. Like the thing that hurts me is like I remember him being super nice, Yolanda, in particular. But I don't see how he like I I'm assuming that he's gonna find out what happened to his dad and he's gonna blame the JSA. Um, and I don't see how that I mean that could be an arc that ends up with him turning uh good once again. But I think he's gonna have a a hard moment and, and that yeah. they might use I what I don't want them to do if they're still trying to go with the romance with Courtney is give me any of that oh enemies hate each other but then when they're in the like other identities they are uh, like no I just I hate that first of all because right. I cannot Courtney knows like that's not we can't play that game right now um I, I just I, I would like for them to either stay away from that romance or keep him good, which I don't like mm-hmm. as a TV watcher. It feels like they're not going to do that. No, no, he's going to be bad. I just hope for not too many episodes, you right. know, like if he if he's going to like do some horrible things like two, maybe three episodes and then he realizes, oh, actually, my dad was the villain. Right. And and then he reconciles with the JSA and joins the team or right it, 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 or whatever. But but it do you feel like it can be that like I would love for that, but considering consider his grandparents, considering the family, consider the mom. Um, like do you feel like it because he might not be able to break out of it that easily? And I but I wouldn't actually mind if the storyline was him trying to break out of it if it was a slow thing and it was just him trying to break out of um this because i assume the grandparents are just going to transfer their expectations onto the kid because that's what right so and then because we had this idea that maybe the mom was different the mom was not different um so i sort of like if it's a storyline about a kid trying to break away from what the parents and the grandparents and like the entire family history has decided they should be i will find that super interesting i just hope they don't go like from one to a hundred with him and then try to go back because that doesn't always work um though they've done really well with character arcs so i'm gonna give them a pass and and be like okay maybe you can pull it off We'll, we'll see during the season for now i um i don't know i don't know that i have a lot of hope for jordan uh in the short term um and that's sad because I wanted to like him. Like at first I liked him more than Rick and I liked him more than Henry. And then Henry got his arc and then Rick got his arc and we stayed more or less in the same place with him because they they gave the adults more of a chance to be the bad guy. Um, right. Hopefully season two gives the kids more full. I mean, Shiv is going to be, if not pulling the strings, trying to pretend she's pulling the string. And at least she's a fun character. Like not not fun like tigress or sportsmaster but she's an interesting character mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. layers and in a great performance so that'll be fun yeah i i can see her kind of trying to manipulate jordan i can see it too and god poor jordan i'm starting to feel bad for him i know it's like god and then i now that i remember like why are every superhero kids like is jordan a very common name and like Cause now I'm like my mind is split with Superman and Lois. It's like you also oh, named your kid Jordan. Everyone's naming their kid Jordan. Like if your kid is named Jordan, check for superpowers. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <Jeez>. uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this was a tangent and tangents because we enjoy the show. So there are a lot of expectations. There are a lot of things we want to see and a lot of things we're excited about, I think. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you want to add before we sort of close this sort of preview slash we said all we wanted about Stargirl? I don't know much about this guy, the shade guy. Do you remember oh, yes. this one? Yeah, that, that but was- I'm assuming that he's going to have a part to play in the next season or may lay low for season three. I, I, I think it's probably not the was going to come up in at, at the beginning of season three, because I think they set up Eclipso as such a big deal that Eclipso has to be the thing that comes at you first in season two. Um, but sometimes the villain that they that they bring at you hard at the beginning of the season isn't really actually the villain of the season. So that might be where they're going and that might be a setup. I mean, the injustice, we, we talked about it, Andy and I, the injustice society never felt like a thing that could just disappear. Um, if you bring it in in season one, you're going to have different members and you're just going to have it grow and you're going to have a change, but it's not like, oh, I got rid of the injustice society, bye. Um, so that's interesting, at least, like the injustice yeah. society is going to morph and it's going to at some point become stronger just as the JSA becomes stronger. And, and I think it's going to be fun. Exciting times. Exciting times. Uh, well, I just wanted to say thank you, Keenan, for being here with me talking Stargirl. It's a pleasure. It's been super fun. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to know that y'all were very excited to see my messages because like, I hope I'm not getting on their nerves. No, not at all. Like, really, we got to, like we got to know your icon really well. So we're like, yay! It's so just so you all know, if you're listening to this podcast, send us messages. Angie and I will love them. And Angie needs some love right now. So please send Angie love. Um, through the podcast and you can or you can go find her directly and send her love and tell her that I told you to send her love okay okay so you can visit stargirlpodcast.com for all the latest news about stargirl you can also follow us on facebook and twitter at stargirl podcast and you can subscribe to stargirl podcast on apple Podcasts, Stitcher radio and google play and if you're on apple podcast we would love some five-star reviews you're thinking of leaving like a four-star no I just want five stars. Thank you. Only the um, fives. Only the fives. Uh, don't forget that we're part of the DCTV Podcast Network with podcasts for all the DC shows. Follow the network on social media, DCTV Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, you can subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Um, and if you have any questions or thoughts about Stargirl, email us at stargirlpodcast at gmail.com. We actually check the email now. We're better at this. I promise. So see you next time. Bye. Bye.